Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, I'm Liz Munoz, CEO of Torrid. And at Torrid, we know how hard it is to find a bra that looks great and feels super comfortable, especially if you're a bigger or curvy girl. So we have spent the last two years building the perfect everyday wire-free bra with the belief that it should feel as good as it looks. It gives all the support and shape you'll ever need without any of the wires. Honestly, it's the first bra you'll forget to take off when you go to bed. So come to Torrid.com and try our life-changing wire-free bra today. Hey, Bird Gang, this is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, JB and Billy Blue Review, right here on KSRN Arizona. M, five, four, three, two, one. Woo-wee! Reviewers, let me ask you a really important question. Have you been paying attention to the news? Did your candidate win did he did he bow, win bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh. shit that's the sound of America letting off a fucking big plume of palm oil smoke hanging over the Gulf of Mexico baby cause that represents old Dorito man he's gonna go three words on Donnie T JB when it comes to these last two months Kicking and screaming. Your boy is going to be taken out in a fucking straight jacket. They're going to have to fucking put him up on the gurney like goddamn Hannibal Lecter with the mask on to get his rat fucking colluding fake tan micro penis mail order wife fucking Trump Tower Mexico goddamn doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself ass out. I almost feel sorry for Melania, right? But I know what's going to happen after he gets out of office, right? She gone, right? Yeah, she leaving his ass. She gone, right? Ain't no th- I, w- I wonder how many motherfucking CIA guys, special service dudes, boned her when, <laughs> when, they were, when she was there. Right? Uh, Donnie! They was probably running trains on Melania. You know she a freak, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, motherfucking showing neck and ass. So they probably motherfucking running big trains on her ass. Oh, Melania would get in the work. Donnie was on the golf course. She was getting the work. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's getting the wood. He on the golf course, and she getting the wood. You know what I'm mean? saying? That's right. Hey, reviewers, for all those watching, for all the dummies out there, take a good look at that. Ain't you no know, fucking MAGA hat that says good vibes, baby. That's all we're getting going into 2021. Episode 166 of the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. Appreciate you rocking with us. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny for all past episodes, content, and merch. New Hog Talk is coming up. Couple new episodes. Oh, Coach Bizzle's breaking it down for the young oh, hogs ball, out coach. there. Oh, ball, Subscribe. Coach. You know what I'm saying? JB with the fresh cut. And I'm, I, need, I need to get my chop tomorrow because we got to get fresh because we have new news. Uh, JB, for anybody that's been living under rock or for the reviewers that maybe live in another country, I just don't know what the fuck's happening. What what has been happening? What has been happening in our, in our country these last... Well, well, we had an election on the 3rd of November, right? Uh, an election on the 3rd of November that lasted all the way to the 6th of November? Uh, probably for the first time in U.S. history. Uh, uh, an, an NFL. A American election, the United States of America election, wasn't determined on the day it happened, Right? 
I'm pretty sure it's happened in history before, but not like this. All right, three days passed. <clears throat> Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, my home state of Arizona. Not home, but my residential state of Arizona. Okay. Uh, all were still counting mail-in ballots, right? And Nevada was really taking their sweet time. Uh, I think Arizona was in denial <laughs> because... Benny, like, look, you've been out here before where I stay, right? I live in a great neighborhood. Shout out to my neighborhood. I never saw one Trump flag, Pence, Trump, front yard, sticky sign, none of that shit in my neighborhood, right? And most of my neighbors are predominantly white, right? So shout out to them, right? But Arizona, man, like, they be flying them Trump flags high out here now, right? Big white boy trucks flopping in the wind out there where I work at it's crazy you know what I'm saying like so yeah uh, sorry for you right is the term I'm, I'm waiting to use uh, I ain't seen no Trump flags in the last two days right Ooh. I ain't seen a Trump well at the, I, I, there are some stupid fucks that still wearing those little Trump masks I only saw two people in the last two days right it's this little young white kid that comes to my gym. He had his own. He's like 22. He's a proud boy in the making. And then this big time Karen that comes in, she wears hers, right? But to no avail, right? Because the United States of America has a new elect president, number 46, the one and the only sleepy Joe Biden, right? <laughs> and his vice president, the very first in the history of this great United States of America, African-American woman Vice President Kamala Harris Right, not Kamala Harris Kamala is her name right, right? Kamala, Jesus. Like Pamela Kamala is her name Right, so Miss Kamala Harris Brother Joe Biden Congratulations, y'all did it 46th round Tag team back again Check it the record shout, hey, shout out to the Obama administration Right, because they had their back Of course, you know, him and Joe hang like two titties Right? So, look, it's like this, Benny. A lot of people it's true been trying to be funny and troll and, uh, black people, y'all look dumb. He didn't lock more of your people up than you can imagine. You're right. He did have a big part to play in the mass incarceration thing that happened when Bill Clinton was in office. But Bill Clinton had a lot to do with it, too. It's funny how nobody trips on Bill Clinton, but then you trip on this month. Right? Kamala Harris is probably giving brothers more time than she's giving white boys, but she was out, you know, she's a judge. Alright, hey, but listen, if they're here for the betterment of our nation, if they're here to make sure that black folk get some kind of equal treatment in America, right? They could be deaf, blind, and dumb, and I'd have still voted for more for this dumb motherfucker that y'all voted for, right? And I know we got a lot of Trumps. Trump supporters that fought, that, that, that listen to us. That's fine. Right? Y'all got bamboozled. A lot of y'all got bamboozled. There's a lot of Trump supporters, Benny, who voted the other way this time because they were like, what have we done? Motherfucker, it's crazy. Right? And, not to mention, completely unqualified for the job. Talk about when you lie on your resume. What the fuck? This dude knew nothing, nothing about running a country. Nothing about politics. He don't really know nothing about nothing. Be real, Chico. 
he he really showed how dumb he is. His cocaine snorting kids, right? All up and through the White House. Uh, that that one dark hair one, he's always who, right? The one draws moving, baby. Donnie Junior. That motherfucker be he literally be like talking like like licking his gums and shit. Like how much coke do you snort, motherfucker? Damn, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you blowing like you hitting that shit like Tony Montana, fool. So America has spoken. Benefit Ryan Smith. All right, America's spoken, and they said no more Trump. Right, so bad that it was a <laughs> we are boxing enthusiasts. It was a unanimous decision. So no matter how close people say, oh, it was, it was close. Look at the numbers. It was like two ninety to fucking two twenty four or some shit. That's that's the blowout. You know what I'm saying? Because they only need two seventy. It's the race of two seventy. You could take a state away from Sleepy Joe at this point. He's still with him, right? So, shout out to them. And good riddance to bad rubbish, right? He has really made the White House just trash, right? I mean, the White House has been always been a symbol of class and elegance. You know what I'm saying? It's the White House. You know what I'm saying? You visit the White House when you win a championship. It's a privilege. It's an honor to go meet the commander-in-chief. The leader of the free world, man. Nobody wanted to go see this dumb motherfucker, Right? Nobody, right? Nobody. A couple of college coaches have, you know, had to do what they did. had to do to stay in the good graces <laughs> of the money, right? So they had to take them kids over there. LSU won the national championship. Them boys know damn well they ain't want to go shake those dollars. That's why they were getting the gat in the White House. Right? <laughs> and they want to be nowhere around that man. They ain't want to touch him, right? And rightfully they shouldn't. You know, Lake Charles, Louisiana is still under duress. It's all fucked up. There's no funding going down there, right? What kind of president are you? You don't know what the fuck is going on in your own United States of America, right? That's why your ass is up out of here, right? Sorry. Not sorry. You fucking piece of shit, right? Retarded ass motherfucker. Somebody cut a little reel, right, of his stupidity. Just pure dumbass, right? I mean, you, some shit he, you, he do, you like, what the fuck? Right? Right. I'm looking at shit like he get a soccer ball from, you know what I'm saying, uh, the Russian, the guy, I guess, I think it was the Russian prime minister, right? Uh, gave him a soccer ball, right? He looked at the ball, he like threw it in the crowd to somebody. <laughs> like, what? He's he's sitting there with uh, with uh, one of them cats from, from over in, in Asia, right? Right. Shaking this dude's hand, and he wouldn't let the dude's hand go, and they showed the dude's face, he was like, Basically, like this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, he made our country a joke, bro. He made our country a joke. And he also brought out a bunch of undercover racists, bigots. Like, he brought y'all out. And now, now, Benny, now, now you can't leave, right? Like Sonny said on Bronx Tale, right? Now you can't go back. To what you were hiding because now, the game now baby what the fuck you are right you can't go back to that shit right you are forever labeled as what the fuck you really were in the first place the great Maya Angelou when someone shows you who they are believe them right that's all I gotta say man. I'm, I'm ecstatic I'm happy I feel a little bit safer right Benny I just wanna say this I started carrying my firearm again. Right? Anybody knows me knows I never carry my firearm. As you should. Right? I started carrying my firearm again. One of my mini. Right? 
my, my trusty Beretta, you know what I'm saying? My Mel Gibson and, and, and Lethal Weapon Beretta, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't feel safe, bro, at all, right? My kids didn't feel safe. Um, I remember my daughter today, she texted me and she said, Daddy, I better not never see you on news getting beat up by no police. I said, you won't, baby. I said, what you gonna see is your daddy probably getting shot. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm whooping somebody's ass, you know what I'm saying? So it, I, it, it feels a little bit safer, right? It's a, it's a it's a sigh of relief, but now, Benny, now it's time to show and prove, right? Now we'll get, we're gonna give you about a year grace period because you got to fix what dickhead done broke. Yeah, you, yeah, you, there's a yeah. You're putting out that fire for a minute, and it's a lot. So we're gonna give you about a year grace period, and then some shit got to happen, right? Shit got to kick in, yeah. But other than that, man, it's 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 jubilation, right? Forty six is here, and he is not Donald Trump, right? He's Joe Biden. We riding with Biden, right? Yeah. We hold, we here, we riding with him. Kamala, how you doing, girl? What's happening with you? You know what I'm saying? How your mom and them? Kind of cute. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Let's let you know, let you play. <laughs> Put his bit in. Your boy house uh, <laughs> JB, JB, second second man, JB. Holy shit. You in the you in the White House in a fucking in a fucking velvet robe and slippers and shit. Hey, look looking like looking like Deja Bell on the Oprah episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a crowd on, clutching the money. Oprah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, shout out to Deja Bell, right? Oh, yes and hell, man. Just just being Deja Bell, man. Tell it like it is. Uh, he's the goat, man. Probably one of the greatest ever do it for real. Uh, he's the goat. Motherfucker's amazing, right? Yep. Amazing. So yeah, talk your shit, Vinny. What's up, Ray? Yes, I mean, there's there's obviously a lot of shit you can say. There's a lot of shit that we've we've cut. Listen, we've cut plenty of promos on Donnie's bitch ass for the essentially the duration of this podcast because I believe it. He we started this podcast in April 2016. He got inaugurated in uh, January of 2016. And for all the dummies out there out in the streets, we're happy that you're happy, but understand that we still got about 75 days left of fuckface. So oh, dummy. He, he, right. he, he, may, he may sell our nuclear codes. He may do a, he may do a big ass furniture. Everything must go. He might hey, start, he might start I, selling. I, he I, might look, start, he might sell the, the Statue of Liberty to pay off his debts. He's got 75 look, days. Look, at, look, hey, you can expect some bullshit, America, all right? So hey, keep your shit on tight. All right, so hold on. You talking about selling his debt, man? He did that in four years. <laughs> what you mean? And he did it mainly with this year, right? So Kobe was all about the bread, right? Hey, you know, he, he, he didn't sell his debt. That's why he, Rush ain't on his ass no more because he didn't gave yeah. him money to Yet, yet. A man's gonna be in the Cayman Islands for the rest of his life, fucking just avoiding taxes and, and all and all types of shit. But as it relates to the election, so first and foremost, shout out to America for turning out. We had the Highest voter turnout, and I believe, basically a hundred years. It was about it was all, when it's all said and done, it's going to be about sixty eight percent of all eligible voters. Now that's still not good enough, but right. that's sixty eight percent. Realistically, there's about two hundred and forty million ish people in America that can vote. Beyond right. that, you're talking about people under eighteen, and then obviously felons who don't have the right to vote. That's right. basically it. But everybody else, you're talking about three quarters of the population that can vote if absolutely needed to. And so that's number one. Number two, once again, black delegation bailed out America 
Shout out to Stacey Abrams. She got about eight hundred thousand more people in the state of Georgia to vote. And people don't people don't forget. You look at these states. Oh, these states are bloody red. They'll never go for the other side. Well, Arizona did, and Arizona is, is traditionally Republican. Biggest mis- two big mistakes Donnie's bitch ass made. Overall, he told his people to vote in person, and Biden and everybody else told them to vote by mail. Right. The mo- biggest reason why a lot of people don't vote, as JB knows, is that shit is inconvenient as fuck. Number one, federal election day is on a goddamn Tuesday. Most right. average folks got to work, so they or they got kids, they got responsibilities, they can't leave and they can't go vote. Now, because of COVID, it was easier than ever to vote. Of course, they're crying foul and conspiracy and, oh, they use blue Sharpies to mark theirs and all this bullshit that's going to get thrown out when Donnie gets taken out on a fucking, on a, on a, in a fucking crab cage from uh, Air Force One. They, dra- they drag his ass over the fucking Himalayas and drop him off. Whatever the fuck they got to do to get him to that'd be fuck great. out of there. That'd be great. You know, that'd be, hey, that'd be hell of a watch, right? Pay-per-view status. I, I pay pay-per-view for that. Right. So more and more people voted, and they made the big mistake. And another thing specifically uh, to the, the desert, the Valley of the Sun, Arizona, biggest mistake Donnie made, and why you saw a lot of these Republicans come out and endorse Joe Biden, Donnie openly talked shit about John McCain. You can't oh, yeah. do that in Arizona. No, people no, can turn on your ass. No, sir. No, sir. No. McCain was a, a war hero. Right? He basically, he basically, people out there, reviewers out there, he basically... Talk shit about the fact that McCain got got caught and was a POW. He's like, oh no, nah, people that got get caught are weak. They're weak. Yeah. Meanwhile, but, meanwhile, you 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 fake the funk to avoid going in. People forget Trump is in his fucking seventies. Right. He was he was eligible to go to like Vietnam and shit, and he he, right. he 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 faked his way out to get out of it. So he, I mean, he, I mean, Trump is the ultimate pussy. We under Trump. Trump is when you when when you think about the worst kind of white privilege that could a- absolutely exist. He is the fucking poster boy for it. He, oh, yeah. he is the dude that if you punch him in the face, he says, I'm going to sue you. You know who my daddy is. He is that dude to a fucking T. Yeah. He, he is, he is a fucking living manifestation of what that, the worst of America is. Speaking so, of, speaking of Trump's daddy, you ever seen that dude? Ugly. It, ugly. Something. Oh, like his face is stapled back here. Like like they pull that shit and hit it with a staple gun. Yeah. And then the whole, mother whole family. Whole family just horse face and just unfortunate looking. That's why, you know, that's why they gotta that, do that. That do. one son, bro. But all but all of my eyes kinda of far apart, but that one yeah. son looked like fucking sloppy. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Big bumpy, bumpy. Yeah. Feels very doughboy ass body. Bad body ass body. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, shitty. Shitty. Ugh. And then, then, and then his daughter that he wants to hump. Yeah, I mean, just look. Yeah, like you said, I mean, after a while, bro, I'm sure you had, I'm sure you had your your fair share of debates. I didn't, I didn't mean, I mean, you know, why, you know, as Hove said, wise man told me don't argue with fools because some of this is a can't tell who is who. Don't argue with fools. And the reality is, a lot of Trump supporters, bro, like you kind of saying in uh, in in your you know lovely breakdown of it, a lot of people just just suspended reality. Right, they knew they knew all this bad shit about him. They knew how full of shit he was, but they they didn't like the other side so much. That was one of the primary fucking engines to get these people to show right. up and vote for a guy who look fucking Trump was Trump was at a rally and, and he cut a promo on Erie, Pennsylvania, and he said, "Look, if I if I knew that I wasn't leading here, I would I would have never come here." He literally said that to the people who showed up 
at a super spreader fucking COVID event, I might add. And he literally told that he literally told the people of Erie, 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 Pennsylvania to their face. I would have never come here if I didn't have to promote. I would have never showed up. And that's the problem. Two, two major takeaways that I got that, that I'll leave you with. Number one, we are absolutely more divided as ever. And when you see some of these states flips like, like Arizona, like North Carolina, like Georgia, when you zoom, like when everyone watching CNN, MSNBC, whatever, and they zoom in, they do the whole, they do the whole big board. You see the division plain as day. The city. Oh, yeah. I live in a city. JB lives in a city. When you see the cities, it's mostly going blue. Right. Once you're talking about 20, 25 miles outside of that city, that shit is blood red. Right. And that is a alarm bell because for those who are not familiar with how government works and the Constitution, Trump can still run again. Right. Trump is eligible for you can only you can only have eight years. Right. Nobody says anything about it's got to be consecutive. Right. So if he is still emboldened and the cowards behind him, like Mitch McConnell's fucking deceased tortoise, fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark, the dude who got his face melted looking ass, and Lin- Lindsey Graham's bitch ass, Lindsey Graham, you're gay. Just come out of the closet, fam. You already got caught with male prostitutes. That really happened. Like your your man's is gay. So. Lindsey Graham, oh. save the bullshit, fam. You're on the down low. Come on Just now. People like that, fucking scary-ass people like that who Trump has dirt on so they can't say shit about him, they may still empower this orange son of a bitch to run it back in 2014. So, to, to JB's point, Sleepy Joe, Hot Mama Kamala, with all due respect, y'all need to reach out. I mean, she was a cold piece back. She still is, but back oh, in the day, yeah. all right, but, uh, that's either here nor there. But, Biden, Harris, the smartest thing you can do, especially after you clean up the COVID bullshit and, and re-sign the, the, you know, the, the Paris Climate Accord and all the peace treaties that we had in place. So like JB said, we don't look like fucking suckers and embarrassment to the rest of the world. Right. Y'all need to reach out to those people in some way because let's, lest us forget about 74 million, 75 million voted for Biden. But a hot 70, hot 71 voted for Trump. And in the grand scheme of things, that ain't a big pendulum to swing back the other way if that dude or a worse version, JB, of Trump decides to run in 2014. Oh, man, you, you, you can bet your ass. I think Trump is done, bro. I think he's, I think honestly he's too old for this shit. Uh, now, now the second part you said, yeah, the whole maybe somebody worse, right? I think Benny, I'm predicting this. You know how good I am predicting this. All right. I'm predicting that Sleepy Joe and Kamala really do a phenomenal job. I think that in the second year of their term, they really start to hit home with a lot of people and making sure that these communities are growing. You know what I'm saying? That these black communities are getting things that they need, right? That the black people are getting service properly, you know what I'm saying? And getting fair and equal pay and, and, and treatment and so on and so forth. The man has vowed to reunite our country, right? He's vowed to reunite our country. Or at least make racists scared again, right? Because when Obama was in office, niggas had power. (laughs) I'm just being real, right? Niggas had power because we had, our commander in chief was a black man. So we felt stronger. Trump was in office, man. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, 
I felt like for four years I was living in tents, man. You know how I am. I'm very happy-go-lucky, but I get around white people. I, I really be on guard, right? Because I'm like, the fuck this motherfucker going to do? What these motherfuckers going to do? I got my kids with me. Especially when I got my kids with me. Right. I'll be ready for a motherfucker to trip. Like, right. It's going to be that Vegas scene all over again because Arizona's a stand-my-ground state. I'm bust. You know what I'm saying? And I got, we'll deal with the consequences of that. Fuck it. Yeah, and the problem and the problem is while they weren't as emboldened, the 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 pot the gumbo the gumbo was getting made when Obama got in office because I mean right. listen the the the, pro, the proud whites were starting to get their ruffled their feathers ruffled and that's when it was starting to brew in um in that time when you could, when the white supremacists they were they were getting their shit together they weren't emboldened yet like they were right. with Donnie but they were they were they were stirring the pot and I mean look. You know, Biden was making this speech. JB, I'm not sure if you saw it. He thanked he thanked black people. He pounded his fist on the podium. All that shit is cute. I'm gonna tell you something right now. There are two two ways you can you can you can retain power and get reelected for a second term and really actually help us make progress. Not just put out Donnie's fires. Putting out Donnie's right. fire ain't progress. That's just putting out the fire. Right. So number one, you have to do right by black folks. You have to. Kamala, you cannot be the first and fucking trick it off. You have to do right by black people. You have to. And number two, and this will also help black people, but it will get more of those easily swayed, you know, good old proud folks that, you know, just maybe buy into the conspiracy theory bullshit. You have to do shit that touches their fucking community. So that's probably going to mean stuff like infrastructure or bring or fucking telling China to eat a dick and bring shit back here. So those fucking middle of nowhere ass places. I'm listen. I'm I've been up and down to them fucking places, and they're boring as shit. And there ain't a lot going on. But one thing those fuckers do is that they vote. They'll come out and vote, and that's why a lot of them voted for Donnie because they look at someone like Biden, and in a lot of ways they're not wrong. Right. Biden is a career politician, right? And he hasn't necessarily had to do anything to prove it to them. Right. And on, if and then in terms of how it relates to black folks, he gets goodwill by standing next to Obama. Right, so like JB said, you're you're looking at about a six month year because of how bad COVID's been, grace period. Then I swear to God, you better get healthcare right, you better get infrastructure right, you better get criminal justice reform right. You do those three things, you're going to be looking at a second term. Oh yeah. You, if you fucking if you make a bunch of speeches and get people riled up again, people will tell you to suck a dick. I promise you, America is at that point, and they the pendulum will swing back, and then we'll get fucking transformer, fucking Donald Trump the third, you know what I mean? Some crazy ass shit. It'll be some fucking next level. It'll probably it'll, it'll probably be Game one of those, throne shit. It'll probably be one of those. Probably Donnie too will probably try to run. Right, and I mean, listen, we it's proven that anything is possible. A fucking uh, at this point, a goddamn broken fire hydrant could be a president at this point. So if they if you get not, there's no rules that say wait a minute this like JB said he wasn't qualified to do the job doesn't mean you can't if JB or I fucking put in a bid which would actually that would actually be kind of hot I'm not gonna lie if we were president vice president ticket and we got picked nobody could say oh what the fuck like these two <laughs> these two have no fucking political we we'd be the nominees you couldn't say shit you could right, choose not right. to vote for us but you right. couldn't disqualify us same thing with Donnie. And that's why people voted for him, because he wasn't a politician. Right. But we can't let the mistake happen again. 
because you do need to have your your finger on the pulse. You might not like Obama, but Obama stopped the financial crisis, the fucking auto bailout, all them fucking jank ass mortgages that they're JB knows. JB was still in the league back then. They're fucking writing them jank ass mortgages to folks who had no business owning homes. Right. The entire fucking market crashed. Obama helped save that shit, and he fucking caught Bin Laden. So I don't want to hear this old trying to take my rights. Like, no, shut the fuck up. Stop voting for people who've never done a hard day's work in his life. Donald right. Trump has never been to the grocery store. Donald Trump has never fucking raked leaves in his fucking backyard or done a day's worth of chores. Donald right. Trump has never changed his tire or changed the oil in his car. He's never done anything remotely close to that. And you, fucking Jethro in, in Arkansas, voted for him like he was going to have a beer with you. This dude literally went to people's towns and said he would never come back there. Hey, I would say I would say that shit when he first got in office, man, all the time. And people would be like, I, I would have conversations with people in Walmart and they'd be like, you know, that's back when, you know, people, they were really hot. He first got elected, right? And I moved back out here. And I had never forget, I told this old white lady in Walmart, uh, I said, ma'am, I said, if you don't make $500,000 a year, he don't give a fuck about you either. Sorry. So you can hate, if you want to hate a motherfucker, just hate a motherfucker. I said, but you walk around the Trump, I don't like he give a fuck about you. You can try to shake this motherfucking hand if you see him outside that presidential office and outside of, if not in front of a camera, he'll probably spit on you. Right? So. Right. Understand that people, you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker has no, he had no, Love for anybody that elected him. None. No love. If you can't make that man no money, he don't give a fuck about you. Right? None. Don't give a fat fuck about you. The man said about his kids, he was like, nah, I don't know. I ain't put them in my will. Why? <laughs> he said that shit before he got elected president. I don't know. I ain't put them in my will. That's why all they punk ass got jobs at the White House. Right? Because he ain't been to give him shit. Nah, that's right. Yeah, not I mean, even the one. Not even the one that bears his fucking whole name. Right. So, I mean, to, to your point, JB, just to kind of put a bow on it. I mean, I, I when push comes to shove, I I ultimately think he won't do it. Uh, I don't think he. I, I mean, let, let's be clear. I don't even think he actually. He didn't want. He he didn't want to do the job. He wanted to win. He wanted to win right. and cut deals for it. Him, right. his, his people close to him and anybody that could benefit him financially. Right. That's all he want. That's the only reason why he wanted the job. So you know he'll he'll probably. He'll probably have his own. He might fuck around, have his own news network. You know, all his kids, all his little minions are all gonna get. They're all gonna get fucking book deals. They're oh, all gonna yeah. be Fox News correspondents. Oh, they're yeah, still gonna course. get paid now. Right. They're still gonna get paid, but that that's yeah. gonna be the game. So I'm waiting question, on. All I'm waiting on is Melania's tell-all book after she divorces. Oh my god, the Melania that's, fucking tell-all. I can't wait to hear this. getting fucking. Get that's a Netflix there. series, sir. Getting motherfucking uh, dominated by domination shit. <laughs> Yo, what what if she writes in something so crazy that Donnie like Donnie like wouldn't even wouldn't even fuck her? Like he would just like wash while he got like well he like he took it in the ass with a strap on. I bet you some freaky shit like that. I oh, bet you it is, JB. I know. Well, I know we're in the, we're into the first segment. Huh? I know he was into some freaky shit. Oh, no, he was. Look, reviewers, all we're saying is, you know. We're the you know to quote one of the last lines in the Dark Knight, one of our favorite movies. It's always darkest before the dawn, and right. we're coming out of this. Donnie's still gonna be in there for a couple more months, whatever. All I'm saying is, look, you gotta you gotta participate in the process. You gotta really do your research on these people, and then when your candidate wins, whether it's your fucking mayor, district attorney, shout out to LA for getting a new district attorney because we needed one. Press them, um, uh, huh? I said press them. 
Yeah, press them. That's yeah, yeah. press them. You got to hold them. the feet to the fire. Right. Press them. Make sure that they holding themselves. You holding them accountable for what they said they were going to do when they got an office. Yep. Press them. Yep. Right. Write them. Call that office. You, it's your right. It's your civil right as a human being, a United States citizen. Call them. Press them. Leave messages. Tell them. Shit. Twitter right. works. A lot of these, a lot of these folks will fold on Twitter. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we busting their head. Right. Yeah. Off rip. Give them hell. Yep. Exactly. Speaking oh, yeah. of giving giving them hell, when we come back, oh, yeah. we are through nine weeks of football. You know what that means? It is time for some second quarter state of the bird gang. We got to see where these guys stand. I know JB's going to be coming coming in hot in a couple issues with the squad. They're still in winning ways. They still have a good track to the playoffs, but yeah. tough games ahead, and we're going to break it all down. This is the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. And we'll be right back, bitches. Yeah. yeah. Reviewers, what's good? It's your man, Benny Blue. And damn it, we've been locked up in this quarantine for months. So wouldn't it be about time to get a new shirt or hoodie or any piece of merch just in time for football season? Well, you can at our friends at TrendsCollab.com. TrendsCollab.com is the official maker of all things JB and Benny Blue Review merch. You can get a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, mug, urinal cake, whatever your heart desires, plus a bunch of other dope theme shirts like the damn Gina Classic and other shirts that you can get made to order. And if you're an influencer, you can touch base with them to get your own custom merch. That's right, Trends Collab does it all. Guess what? Free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Just use the promo code free shipping at checkout. Check out our friends trendscollab.com and follow them at trendscollab trendscollab.com the official merch provider for the jb and benny blue review podcast all right and in five four three two one let's write ladies and james welcome back to jb and benny blue review podcast appreciate you rocking with us we are halfway through a topsy-turvy covid drenched season but the games are still being played so you know we're back, episode 166. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all past episodes, content, merch. Go to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe. Two new episodes. JB's hog talk right there. All you young offensive line hogs. Coach. You know what I mean? The old from the old ball, ball coach. Let them know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, you know what time it is when you see uh our guy, special bird game correspondent, Sean. McConnell joining us, casualsports.com, KSRN, Arizona. Oh, we're going to get straight into it. It is second quarter, State of the Bird Gang 2020. Bow! That's right. Sean is back, and uh, he called it over the last four. The Bird Gang is 3-1, and one, bringing their record to 5-3. and three. One game back from the old squawks, the old hated squawks. In the Ooh. NFC West. All right. Taking a look at some of the, uh, the basic stats here. They are 12th in passing yards, second in rushing yards, 162.9 per game. And then six in points for and 25th in points against. Uh, Kyler's playing crazy. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is top five in, uh, receiving right now. They've been a little banged up. Kendrick, uh, Kenyon Drake wasn't in the last game. Uh, DK was on the, uh, COVID list, but. Uh, they are playing some good ball and some guys are stepping up on defense, namely, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick and Buda Baker is, is playing well. And Hassan Reddick is finally finding some, finally getting back to his more natural position. So he's making plays. So Sean, right off the bat, 
Last four games, what it what is your what is your assessment? Hey, the Cardinals are who I thought they were. Ooh. They are who I thought they were, right? They went three and one, just like I said. So to me, it's it's interesting, right? Obviously, I was not predicting the Miami loss and the Seattle win. I was at the Seattle game, blessed enough to be there. Lost my mind, lost my voice, did not lose my immunity, was COVID-free, so that is good. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it, it's a great four games, right? You go in the Jets, you do you do business. It should have been more of a blowout, but hey, whatever. We'll take the 30 to 10. Cowboys, I always love embarrassing the Cowboys, especially on national TV, which is, is a great thing to have. Yes. And then Seattle, proving Seattle that, hey, hey, this division isn't as solid as you thought it was going to be. It's not as locked up as you thought it was going to be, Seattle. We are here to play. Uh the Rams are interesting to me right now because they are kind of chasing us a little bit now after that that Miami loss. That would have helped. That would have really helped put some things into motion so they can't slack off. Mm, okay. JB, you got your your brow your brow says it all. By the way, JB, before we started recording, uh, I told Sean at this point, I can't believe that the Bird Gang lost to my kitties at this point, the way they're playing and the way my squad is playing. It's ridiculous. Well, but, hey, God bless the scheduling, uh, right? Here's the thing, right? I was about to say God bless the scheduling because – and then, of course, if we would have had a preseason, we probably would have beat the hell out of y'all. But uh, – Hey, come on. We would have made it competitive. Jesus. Of course. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I'm just saying. If we had a preseason, I think it would have been a different outcome. But, you know, hey, Stafford and boys, you know what I'm saying? They, they got the job done. Good deal. Uh yeah, me and Sean both predicted three and one, you know what I'm saying, for the second quarter of the season. And yeah, I'm like you, Sean, and I don't think either one of us predicted the win against Seattle. But as Seattle started playing uh, and I'm watching them play, I know they have a lot of holes in their team. Uh, one of them being their defensive backfield is horrible. Right? Jamal Adams is the worst cover of safety in the league right now. Ew, right? I could run a nine right on that boy. Uh, so. Yeah, beating the Jets and, and the Cowboys convincingly. Uh, and then, of course, going to war with the Seahawks, which is the one thing I love about our team, Sean, is that we fight to the right? Oh. They will fight. There's no give up in their team. Um, questionable play call in the last game is the reason why we lost, right? Um, I, I think defensively we did pretty good, all things considered. I mean, they took advantage of what we were trying to do. Right, we were trying to run a little bullshit two-three zone. Uh, my thing is, I think that we should have missed a whole lot more because Tua don't want to run the ball. Right, he's scared to get hurt. These boys are bigger, stronger, faster than the ones he was playing against in the SEC, and he don't want to really run the ball like that. So why not heat his ass up and then do some things like drop a lineman back? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Chandler Jones, our premier rusher, is hurt, so it's kind of like whatever, whatever. We can bring whatever we want from whatever side now because he's not there dominating. What we do, we're not playing around Chandler Jones defensively. So, yeah, I, yeah, but I think that it was, I think it was manifest destiny, right, that we lost that game Ooh. because we have a tough Bills team coming up, right, and that just put a smacking. Who they just beat? Well, they beat Seattle, but Seattle came back. Well, I mean, it, it was, it, it was pretty much the Bills game to lose the whole game. You know what I'm saying? They just, they really just, just kind of did what they want. The way that Seattle came back, I mean, the fluke one, you know what I'm saying, when Russell rolled out and threw the fucking squawk in the air, you know what I'm saying, no boy pulled it down. And so, yeah, we, as the Cardinals, very easily win the West, right? We got the Bills coming up. We got to play the Seahawks again in Seattle. It's going to be a tough one. We got the Pats. We totally going to beat the Pats, 
right? The Rams, I mean, as long as we play well, we'll beat them, right? Uh, the G-Men, they play tough ball. We got to be heads up on that one because they will fuck around and beat us, you know what I'm saying? And no, we don't want to be those people. Eagles, who the fuck knows what you're going to get, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, again, we got to be on point. And I, I feel like if we play our game against the rest of these teams, we'll be in a position to win every game, right? So, I, I just need our defensive backfield to be a lot more consistent, and that's kind of our weak point right now. Stopping the run pretty well. Defensive line's playing really well. Linebackers are flowing. And getting Long Boy involved, uh, Simmons, uh, Buda Baker is, 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 is all over the place, which I said last State of the Bird game that that's one of the things that we need to do defensively. He needs to be all over the place. He needs to roam. He needs to be a honey badger-esque safety. Uh, once we get Byron Murphy back and then DK3, I mean, we're going to be good to go. With the addition of Junkyard Dog, hey, I think that was a hell of a fucking sign. That was phenomenal to bring him back. Uh, Gave, gives us depth yeah. and pass rush and, and the plan to run. Now, one thing that JYD does, and he plays a run extremely well. He sets that edge. You're not going to get there. He's active, strong. He has a motor. Man, what an addition to our defense. And offensively, once we get, uh, KD back, I mean, shit, it's, it's a wrap. I think if KD would have been playing against the Dolphins, we'd have got a lot more inside run. Uh, Chase is a, he's a dynamic runner. Yeah. I think on third and one, when we got stopped, uh, and then it goes with the fourth and one and we got stopped again on that fourth down play. I have a problem with the left tackle position blocking on fourth and one. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? Chase Young. I mean, Chase Edmonds kind of got a, a face full of ass and then tried to bounce it and then it was a wrap. But aside from that, Chase is not built to run that way. He can, but he's not, that's not his forte. You know what I'm saying? He wants to catch the ball on screens. You know what I'm saying? Run some toss crack, get him outside where he can make people miss in space. I mean, I think we, I think we're in a good position, Sean. I really do. I think we, we're in a good way. We kind of control our own destiny at this point. Uh, I do want to say shame on you, Cliff, for not preparing our team better. That's one thing I did think that we weren't very prepared. I think that they went in five and two into the open week and saying, man, we good. We ain't got much to correct. Let the guys get out and move around a little bit. No, sir. All right. With the circumstances of, of our world today, I would have never as a coach done that shit. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all had three days off. Right, counting, you know what I'm saying, four and a half, including the day that I let y'all go. So I'm gonna say four days for y'all to kick it with y'all family, relax. It's still football season. Right, we came back on Saturday, did a little bit of movement, some lifting. Sunday, we came back, treatment day, film day. Monday, light practice, Tuesday off, and then Wednesday, we got back into our regular week. And I think that was the, 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 the telltale. You saw that we were making stupid mistakes, that we just weren't prepared for that game. And again, like I said, I think it's kind of manifest destiny because it, it makes you, when you lose, reviewers out there don't really understand the game of any sport. When you lose, you look at things a lot deeper, right? When you win, everything's like, ah, I would, ah, I would be okay. You know what I'm saying? So losing to them boys wasn't the worst. Tua played well. Uh, they, they designed a hell of a program for him for him to be successful. He didn't throw the ball 60 yards. I don't think not one time that game, but. Uh, you know, so they just made him comfortable with what he was doing. He executed like he is a ball player. And again, Benny, I want to say it. Flores down there in Miami, they putting something together real special now. Right? I mean, they're really piecing that thing together, being patient, taking what they got right now. They're not, you know, forcing wins. They're not bitching and complaining because they're not winning certain games. They got a bigger picture scheme going on. And I like what they're doing down here. And I'm kind of a fan of Miami right now. 
Yeah, and honestly, Sean, that, that's what I want to get your thoughts on, because as you know, JB, JB has been letting Cliff have it for some of his decision making, and while oh, this was, this was oh, a great oh, game. Oh. I forgot this shit. Oh. All right. Oh. Another shame on you. Third and one, right? Third and one. You run a fucking quick out. Now, mind you, K1, he'll, he'll complete that pass nine out of ten times. But it's, it's low percentage. Me personally, as a coach, I'm going to drop back. We're going to do a very short intermediate pass route tree, right? And that way, you're going to get them rushing forward because they're not going to blitz you because if they miss, that could be a home run, right? Football one-on-one we're talking right now. So the third one, they're going to play a tight two zone. They're going to rush four. Great. That's cool. We run a regular pass play. K1 drops back. He gets two throwing lanes. He gets in trouble. He takes off. I'm taking him against anybody in the fucking league for one yard, all right? Yeah. And we yeah. kept things pushing, and then same on you, number three. Those are this damn kicker, man. Did you see that shit, Sean? He kicked the chip shot. Like, so the reviewers out there don't know shit about football and kicker. When a kicker kicks the ball, he's taught to put his foot through that bitch and put his knee on his forehead every time he kicks the ball, right? Yeah. It don't matter if he's a 35-yarder and he kicks it 30 yards past the, the uprights. He's taught to put that ball through them goddamn uprights with conviction. He was trying to chip oh, shot a chip shot. He's trying to golf. He's trying to hold her, and he's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> bitch, we know what happened. You fucking pooped that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Well, you should have fucking tried to kick that bitch to the goddamn old red zone sign. Right. Right. Well, yeah. So so there definitely definitely something I am to be improved on. So yeah, so like JB said, what one thing, Sean, that he was really he was kind of critical of certainly some of the decision making from not only Cliff but Vance Joseph. But I think this game in particular, like JB said, when you when you take a look at the evidence from a loss as a, compared to a win, number one, I mean, it's a very entertaining game. It's a great game to watch as a fan. But it was very telling how Cliff matches up with good football minds like a rising star, a la a Brian Flores. So. Like when you're going, when you're talking about Sean McDermott, and then you're going to going up against Pete Carroll again. And listen, I mean, who knows how that's going to go up in up in Seattle? And I mean, you know, I know people are fucking are writing Belichick's obituary right now. But the oh, fact of the matter right. is, they are going. They're going to show up for that game. They are, even if they don't win it, they're going to show up for the game. Even if Cam's not playing in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even 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 if the ghost of Tom Brady shows up. So. What did, like, Sean, what did you see from, like, this game, the Dolphins game in particular, about, like, what you might be able to foreshadow for, like, Cliff's, like, game on the line, two-minute drill, especially if you're talking, like, possibly a playoff run, like, his decision-making when it counts? (sighs) To me, it seems like Cliff is listening too much to the, the statistics in his ear. All right, this is the stats on this play. This is, you know, the numbers are in our favor on this play, whereas what we're used to with BA a couple years ago is, yeah, that might be the stats, but this is my gut. Right now, you know, let's say number 25 on Miami. I don't even name him. Number 25 on Miami is the weakest link in any anything anywhere that I've ever seen. I mean, he's just a walking PI call, right? Damn. Attack that man 10 times out of 10. That that was what you do. You just feel that. There's there's a percentage there that my analysts aren't telling me. He can't guard Hopkins. Right? There, there's an option right there. Uh yeah, he, he trusts his guys a little bit, but to me, he he took the trust out of the most important person, which is supposed to be his 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 right hand man in K one. Kyler Murray had had a duffel bag full of ankles playing that game from all the ankles he was breaking, and you don't give it to him to try to do another one. If he's gonna lose, let him lose. He's already breaking records in that game for what he did. 
let him lose the game himself. He, that's a good learning thing. We yeah. can all sleep with that saying, they ran for it on fourth and one. It was K1. What are you going to do? They stopped him. Okay. We, we can accept that. But then going with, no, nah, I'm just going to try this little run with Chase, who's undersized in this game against a good run defense, a really good run very, defense. Very good, very disciplined defensive line. The, they, were you thinking you were going to keep a good run defensive run defense off off guard by doing that? Really? No. no. You Use something else. If anything, run the option, even though everyone knows K1's not going to pitch the option. He's going to take it. He still does this, and you still fall for it, and he'll get the yard. I just Anything else would have worked in that in that scenario. So from Cliff, he's he's still learning too. I'm going to give him some credit here here and there. Uh, I'm probably tougher on Vance Joseph than Cliff because Cliff's still young to this NFL game and he's got a lot to learn. Um, this will be one of those ones that he, like like JB said, this is a blessing because he's going to think a little bit harder about how he plays these next two games. So also, Sean, one thing I I, I, I pat Cliff on the back for. Right? I said shame on you, and now I'm giving him kudos. Right. He got in the press conference, and the first thing he said was, I asked him questions about play calls, right? I asked him bad play calls. He said it out of his mouth before anybody could even try to attack him. He was like, yeah, I, I asked him bad play calls, right? Uh, so that that's a man as a coach who understands, who was a player at one point, played in the league, you know what I'm saying, played college ball. So he understands that the coaches that take accountability for losses get the best response from their team every time, Right. Because what you're going to hear in that meeting room is, nah, coach, that's us. We, we, we got to play better. Right. I've been, I've been in meeting rooms and when it's happened, cause coach takes responsibility and be like, Hey, I got to be better. And then of course they're like, nah, 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 nah. Okay. We, we hear you, but we the ones on the field playing. So yeah, we're going to go harder this time. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, we're going to play more attention to detail and all that. So yeah, I, I feel like we're going to fare fairly well. You know what I'm saying? We, again, we're, we got we got a very favorable next four games. I think. I think. Right. I think yeah. another. I think another three and one might be happening. Right. Yeah, and that that's that's what I'm getting at. You know, you know, Sean Sean, Sean has been sprinkling the good juju on on the Bird Gang, co-signed by by JB. I think you guys have been you've been you've been. Fanning the flames a little bit and and giving the Bird Gang positive reinforcement, even in in their times of even in their times of trial. So the so the so look the next four hosting the Bills at the Squawks at the Pats and then hosting the Rams. There's going to be some must game must win games. I honestly, you might be talking the, those last three Seahawks for for division purposes, Pats to even have a chance at anything. And the Rams for division purposes all might be must win games for them. So JB saying three and one. Sean, are you going are you going another three and one? I'll go three and one and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure it's on record which ones I'm saying counts because we come back here. It might actually matter if I go hundred percent on my prediction here. So I'm gonna say Bills is a win. It's a get back game. Bills aren't perfect either. They're gonna match up well. It's gonna be a very exciting game. Oh yeah, well. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. One. Seattle, I'm gonna call the loss. We're, this is the year we flip. We finally win at home, and we're gonna lose on the road. It's gonna be tough, but also I still think it's gonna be a good game. There's still a shot there. I wouldn't be surprised if we win there. Patriots, close, cold. We're gonna grind it out and win because if it's Cam or any of those other three random weird quarterbacks that Belichick likes to you know nurture in his womb that he's doing, whatever. Rams, 
the Rams games this season are vital because yeah, they are close, but check out their record. Let me just right. run it off real quick. They're their next four. They go Seahawks, Bucks, Niners, and us. So they're going, they're looking at maybe a one and three situation. So they could be done by the time they get us, or they could still be in play. So they're very much important, must win. Curious to see what Kyler's going to be able to do against Aaron Donald, how they're going to kind of circumvent that because the line's been doing great, but that's a whole nother man. I know JB, he's, he's kind of puffed up a little too much, but still got to respect his abilities. So kind of got my eye on that one, but I think we'll win. I'll give it a 10 point win, even just hoping that we can go three and one again. That would be choice. Interesting. And then, by the way, it's fun. Interesting. It's this is the first time you're, you're playing the Rams in the, uh, in the division series thus far, which is, it seems, hey. seems a little late in the schedule. I don't know if that normally hey, happens. We do that, we, we do that every year, bro. We always play the Rams like within the, in the six games each other. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's when you play them like, you early or late. Oh, yeah. It's always like that. Like if we play them early, we play them six games with each other. We play them late. It's the same way every time. I don't know. Gotcha. Whatever. We yeah. never really get. We don't never really get the Seahawks. I ain't bitching. We never get the Seahawks like within. Well, let me see. Let's see. We play Always them. late for them. Yeah. Right. So this this is gonna be the first years like that we've got them within four, five or six games of each other. Right. Yeah. We play a lot of our, our division games late in the season. Yeah, and and you do you're you're at at the Rams for the la, for the last regular season game, and of course they could be out of it trying to play play spoiler to to mess up the seed. Of course they. So let, 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 yeah. Let me hit you. Let me hit you both with. Let me get. Let me get a couple midseason predictions right now. Are is is it safe to say, gun to your head, that the Bird Gang will win the division, and ultimately, what what is their seed going to be? Are we talking? Because obviously, the NFC NFC East, the entire division, should be regulated down to the SEC for God's sake. So they're at least probably going to be the the three seed. So, do you think they're going to win the division and possibly possibly be a three seed? Is that possible? I, th- I believe we're going to win the division. I think this is win the Super Bowl. So I mean, I got to continue to push. Oh, you certainly did. Shit. So I remember that? Uh, yeah, of course, we can definitely win this division. And the, the, the good one up we have, like Sean said, uh, the game against the Rams is going to be crucial because we've already beaten Seattle. We've already beaten the, uh, San Francisco, right? So we got to get the Rams, right? Now it's funny because me and Sean think like I, I ain't like my hands been moving the whole time. When I stop writing, let me see can you guys see that. Right, yep. y'all see same. that? That's same, the exact same, right? Mm-hmm. Exact same. I believe it. Like you know what I'm saying. And and honestly, like I'm not, I'm not that L should be a question mark beside it. Like we can really go four and zero this quarter if we just fucking play ball. If we play ball, I ain't gonna say mistake free. We limit the mistakes. We limit the letting people. You know what I'm saying? Get to get off on third and eight and third and twelve. Like we play our game. Constantly putting pressure on defenses, defenses being opportunistic, you know what I'm saying? And we're healthy, we could go four and oh, right? And really just take control of that division. But yeah, without a doubt, I mean, like look at who's like the top dogs, uh, who leading things right now, right? Uh, Green Bay in the north, right? Run them off, Ben. I know you got that shit pulled up already. Well, I mean, it's probably, so it's probably going to be, well, Green Bay is, I mean, it's probably going to be the, the number one overall seed. And then number two, uh, but, but, but beyond that, uh, to me, it's like a, it's, it's going to be a toss up because it could be the Saints, but, it, uh, but it could very well be Arizona. Um, I mean, and then the East, obviously the East is, is garbage. At least. So, 
Yeah, so they're they're automatically going to be the number four seed, even though they shouldn't have any teams in the playoffs. So realistically, Arizona could be as high as two. Right. Here's here's why I'm thinking that isn't so gun to my head. It's not going to happen for me. I think we're going to come out second in the West because only because of what Seattle has left to play. Schedule. Yeah. Rams twice. Us Eagles. Giants, Jets, Washington, and Niners. Oh that's yeah, yeah, good. that's good. That's a good. No how bad the deal. Yeah. Well, the one, sorry, the I'm saying second out of the division, which was better because coming into that, we thought we were going to be third in the division. So this is right. this is still great to me. The one thing about that, though, Sean, is that those teams that are lesser right now, like the Giants, that's why I say you got to be careful with the Giants, right? Yeah. They're yeah. stronger. The Patriots, even though we don't want to believe it or don't see it right now, are getting stronger, right? All Cam needed was confidence on who he was throwing the ball to, right? You got to realize this is his first year with the team. He had no preseason. Everybody's being real hellish on him. He's just come back from injury. A man has a lot of things against him, right, that are, that are keeping him from being comfortable with the way he plays, like the Cam we all know and love, right? So, yeah, like, and then Seattle, and also, this is getting later in the season. Seattle's getting exposed, right? Yeah. Seattle has holes in their team, big time, right? DJ Hump, not DJ Hump, but fucking uh, DK Metcalf. Yeah, he's great, but the motherfucker only going to run deep routes. And if he does try to run shorter routes, he can get covered by anyone, right? Our our wily old vet, Pat P, locked him down for an entire game, right? Every time 21 was on 14, you never saw 14 catch a ball, right? Yep. You, you bracket lock it. For whatever reason, Russell don't want to run that ball like he used to, Right? So he ain't just getting out of there getting big runs. He got some runs against us, right? Just because he kind of had to. We were locking these guys up. He had nowhere to throw the ball to in that run game. It's kind of another boy. The offensive line, yeah, all right, not the best. So, hey, we like really, we we could very well win that damn division. Like I said, in my mind, if we just continue to play football and continue to progress our style of football, it ain't many people that can score with us, man. Right, it ain't many people that can score with it. So that that's that's saying a lot for Vance Joseph now. You know what I'm saying, Vance? I need you to hear me out and hear me well. All right, we need less Pats. I mean, we need less uh, Seahawks and Fans games. We need more Jets and Cowboys. Right. So yeah. put your big boy draws on and, and and get it together now. Although I'll take that Vance Joseph uh, defense against Seattle in the overtime. I'll take that. And that makes you that scratch defense. your head, right? Because yeah. we saw that, and we all was like, yes, rubbing our hands like Birdman, right? Like, it finally clicked in his brain. Like, yeah. okay, let's do some different things. And then we played the Dolphins. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, what happened again? Well, you, know, you don't want to blitz to him, but you was blitzing Russell Wilson? He likes to blitz in the second half for some reason, like when the when the yeah. pressure's on. I don't Yeah, right. I don't no know. pun intended, right? Yep. So, yeah, yeah, there it is, man. And hey, he you know he's he's gonna be in a position where he's gonna have to step it up because as the season gets gets into the into the the end and it gets colder and we get into playoff football, he's gonna have to take it up a level because it's gonna rely more on their ability because you already know what they have as playmakers on offense. But defense wins championships, baby. You got to be able to hold strong, especially in, in a gunfight. It do. Yep. So there it is. So look, JB and Sean are both saying another three and one for the third quarter of the season so you know what time it is when sean is back in a few weeks we're gonna see how that stood up and where they're starting to rise and where they may be struggling a little bit going into the latter half of the season 
Uh, so that's it. You make sure to check out Sean on the neutral zone, easy sports talk, KSRN Arizona.com, casual sports. Of course, they're linked to our pages. Make sure to find them or you can do a quick Google search, find them, follow them on social media. You have all the listing. They, they live stream the shows to so be able to watch that in real time and join in the conversation. And that's it. JB, any final thoughts for the reviewers for getting up out of here? Uh, love. I seen, uh, I was driving home, Benny, you've been to my home before, so you know, you know, it's not a neighborhood works. I'm driving home, and this is the day after Joe Biden won the president, right? So this little girl was skating down the sidewalk, and she had a sign on, and the sign, it was a cardboard sign, she's like a, she's like a little hobo, basically, but the sign said, love, not hate. And on the back, it had a big red heart in the back, right? The white girl, I was like, wow, that's dope. So I gave her the shock, you know what I'm saying? She waved and like, so reviewers out there, man, I know, I know, I know that what, what's been spewed and stacked, you know what I'm saying, for the last three and a half years, uh, by y'all's commander in chief, uh, former commander in chief now, I guess you can call him, but we need as a nation, as a people to understand that we need us, all right? I say it all the time, right? We need us. That needs to be a shirt, Benny. By the way, you need to talk to Chad and them to get this right, okay? We need us, right? We do, right? All creeds, races, religions, don't matter. We need us. And it showed that when us is a we, we can make things happen, right? It showed, right? Because against evil forces, we got the stain out (laughs) as I like to say we got the stain out all right shout out to Tide we got the stain out right so love not hate reviewers Uh, Sean much love no drugs baby you know what I'm saying we out here in the desert uh, where the weather's getting super nice it's beautiful out here right now all right no hundreds no no triple digits Woo, man but reviewers we love y'all wholeheartedly check us out on JB and Benny Blue Review Twitter, uh, IG, uh, Facebook, uh, com for past episodes, our website. Uh, check us out. We got merch, all right? As soon as California get back open, we're going to get that going. And then we got Savage Hotline. What is the number for that, man? 818-850-2804. You can, drive, you can drop a message or, more importantly, Get at us on there and send in a clip for JB's Hog Talk. All the young offensive linemen, coaches, trainers, if you want feedback, we right. are answering comments like we have in past episodes and any new clips, you can send those to us, JB and Benny Blue Review at Gmail. Drop us a message on the Savage Hotline, or you can even DM us at JB and Benny Blue. So bam, that's it. Love, not hate. Shout out to you, reviewers, because we love you. Until next time, this has been the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We out. Holler. Hi, I'm Liz Munoz, CEO of Torrid, and at Torrid, we know how hard it is to find clothes that fit great and feel super comfortable, especially if you're a bigger or curvy girl. So when we couldn't find the perfect jean, we built the perfect jean. We call it the bombshell, and it truly does it all. It lifts, it shapes, it smooths, but the first thing you'll notice when you put them on, most comfortable jeans ever. Honestly, they're magic. So come to Torrid.com and try your first pair of bombshell jeans today.
My name Nipsey Hussle. I'm from L.A. From 30 for 30 podcast and the undefeated, this is the King of Crenshaw. I would be lying to say I wasn't inspired and influenced by Nip. It was a celebration of blackness. We're not just here to entertain. It's about the impact that you're putting on that community. And when he earned enough to leave, he stayed. A story of basketball, hip-hop, and rapper Nipsey Hussle. Life is really a marathon. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.